scriptures. Go with me first to the book of John, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, going at the 16th chapter. 33rd verse. John 16, 33. If it's in red, who's speaking? I heard one person, so nobody else don't know who's speaking when it's in red. If it's in red, who's speaking? There we go, Jesus. John 16, 33 says, These things I have spoken to you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation. But be a good shit. I have overcome the world. Go a couple of chapters next. But after that, to the book of James. We're all in the New Testament. We're going towards the back of the Bible. The book of James. The book of James, the first chapter. The book of James, the first chapter. The book of James, the first chapter. James 1, 2 through 4 says, My brethren, count it all joy when ye shall fall into diverse temptations. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire and wanting nothing. Finally, turn a couple of pages and we're going to go to 1 John, the fourth chapter, and the fourth verse going to be the end of the scripture for this morning. 1 John 4 4 says, ye, of a, ye are of God, little children, perfect, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than, than he that is in the world. The word of the Lord is blessed. You can have your seat. I like it around. You know, sometimes I just like music playing while I'm up here. I gave you a lot of scriptures, but I don't know if you caught what I was trying to get you to catch. So I want to bring it and kind of break it down just a little bit for you. You saw that I'm walking with a cane. You saw that my oldest son had to help me walk up here. I could have stayed home. I could have wallowed in the pain. I could have said, I'm not going to church today. I'm not doing this today because I'm in pain. And it's so easy for us to get caught up in the pain. I don't care if it's a physical, physical pain. I don't care if it's emotional pain. I don't care if it's mental pain. It's easy to get caught up in pain. Am I right, somebody? Yeah. Have you ever had a time where you were in so much pain that you just didn't want to talk to nobody? You didn't want to look at nobody. You didn't want anybody to be in the room with you. You didn't even want anybody to breathe the same air. You just want to be by yourself. Sometimes you just want to have a pity party because that pity party felt good. It's easy to sit there in pain because sometimes pain is what makes you feel alive for those of you 
good are you saying? Well, I don't understand why people are cutters. I don't understand why people try to take their own lives. I don't understand why people hurt themselves. And see, I'm not saying for you to do those things. I'm saying I understand where it comes from because sometimes pain is what makes you realize that I'm alive. But understand, my brother, understand, my sister, that you don't have to just focus on that thing. God is looking for us to do something for that. And see, I had to do that when I got up this morning. I've been wanting to come out to the church house all week long. And this is the first time the pain was bearable enough, sis, that I could walk out and get into a car. And I feel pain right now, but guess what? What God is looking for me to do, what God is looking for you to do, God is looking for us to push past the pain. Did you catch that? God is looking for you to push past the pain. He's looking for you to push past the pain of the past. He's looking for you to push past relationships. He's looking for you to push past the pain of past mistakes, past errors. He's looking for us to push past the pain. See, I had to get up. I recall myself helping me this morning, but it wasn't much help because it was causing the pain to be a little bit more. And she went this morning, brother, and she went and touched the ankle in the spot that was the most painful. And like we do when we're going through pain, my physical self had to pull back. Because she pushed her fingers in because she was trying to help Mimi. She loves Mimi. She's like Jesus. She wanted to help me. She wanted to take the pain away. And she touched it and she said, Mimi, I'm going to kiss it to make the pain go away. But she pressed into that pain. Then you go, oh, I'm so thankful you want to take care of Mimi, but go to daddy for a minute. Just go to daddy for a minute. Understand that sometimes, even with Jesus, we got to have that pain press. Because we need to remember. We need to know that there's a way to get through this. I always say it's better to be going through than to get stuck. Because when I'm going through, I know that at the end of that there's going to be restoration. There's going to be victory at the end of it. But see, some of us get so caught up in that pain that we get stuck. And God has to increase it for us to get so tired of our mess. And why is it that we have to get to the point where we got to be like, oh God, oh God, I'm so tired, I can't take this no more, before we just do what his word said. He told us, ask what we will. All we have to do is ask him. And you don't just have to ask. Some of us got to let some things go. Let go of that attitude. 
with greater. That means it's better than, and better than, and better than. Greater is me that's in you. It's Jesus living inside of you. It's Jesus taking you through. It's Jesus keeping you greater than. See, I know that there's a lot of gods out there. One God that gave his life that I might be saved. I only know one God that gave his life that I might be healed. I know one God that gave his life that I might be free. There's one God and his name is Jesus. And that there won't be a consequence 
somebody said this week that we always have rights or we have freedom at least supposedly in this country my brown skin said something else but see that's another that's another message but we have the freedom to speak our minds right we have the freedom of choice to accept God we have that freedom we have the freedom to repent what we don't have the freedom from And a lot of times, when we hear the word consequence, we consider that word to be a negative word. But I want you to understand that consequences come in a negative way and a positive way. The negative consequence of me getting up is throwing something at one of y'all in here. Might be that one of y'all might hit me back. Now the problem is I do have my pit bulls in here, so if you do, there will be a consequence for you. As an aside, just put that out there. But it could happen as a negative consequence because I don't have the right to put my hands on anybody or throw anything. There's a negative consequence. I, I was free to do it. But there's a consequence that's going to come from it. Why are my kids running like I'm about to throw something at them? Which one of y'all did something? Because my kids hiding in the back, audience. I'm not throwing anything. That's the negative consequence of doing something wrong. Frankie or, or D, because they've gotten emotionally most of the time. When they've done something, the negative consequence is when mommy has extremely long arms like an octopus and grabbed them by the back of their neck. They probably got fingerprints still there from the childhood throws. I never hit them, Sister Cara. I never, they can tell you I've never hit them. But I have lifted them up on a number of occasions. Back of that neck. I got a long reach. I'm, I'm six feet tall. I would look real crazy with little A positive consequence. Make it so y'all understand. If you have no gas in your car and you go to the gas station and you pay that money and you fill that car up, the positive consequences is now you can drive that car. If you keep the upkeep on your car, you get your tune-ups. You get your brakes fixed, get them pads fixed, get them rotors fixed. Yeah, I know what I'm talking about. My cousin taught all the females in the family certain things about the car. Just because I choose not to do them don't mean that I don't know how to do them. Yes, I can change the tire. Yes, I can change the battery. And if I sit down and look and remember for a little bit, I can change pads, some brake pads. I just choose not to. Why? I got too many men in my life. 
why should I do that? That's a man's job. That's my setting. That's what I will straight up come. Miss Sweet Woman. Um, baby, you can put down for me, please. Honey, can you take the garbage out? That's a man's job. That ain't my job. Just put it out there. That ain't my job. That ain't my job. That ain't my job. And for, the, for all the hurt, some of us women have had to do both jobs. So you got to give us a chance to get used to somebody that actually will come and do what God calls we ought to do. And be the man that you were supposed to be. So don't come up with the whole hardness when I've been doing it for the last 15 years. And then expect it because you came in here for three seconds and now everything's going to change. Hello, somebody. And take a moment for me to realize and for you to prove to me that you won't do what you said you're going to do and be the man. Some, some, Lord, I 
thank you for holding my tongue. I thank you for holding my tongue. Some of us have had some things that came in that almost destroyed us. And because we've had them things come and almost destroy us, and it took so long for our peace, that we're very leery about letting anybody else in. So you got to prove to us that you're worthy. Because once you've broken a woman's peace, we're done. There is nothing you can do to change that. But pray and ask God. Because if you're supposed to be with her, that's the only way it's going to happen. Giving y'all men some insight today. Once you've destroyed her peace, you've almost destroyed her. So it takes some time for us to rebuild to allow somebody else to come in. And women, on the other hand, some of our men have been so broken because they've been destroyed by mothers, sisters, aunts, other females. And they're taught that they're supposed to be strong and not show feelings. And, and some of them have been taught this toxic masculinity. Yes, I called it what it is. I got to call it out for y'all. They've been taught that. That they don't understand how a strong female can be with them and support them and undergird them and not knock them down. Because they've had so much femininity to touch their lives that they feel cornered or they feel like you're trying to take that masculinity from them and that's where we have to be able to pray for our loved ones and say God help me I don't know why I'm on this teaching thing but it's so many of y'all I feel the pain in this room. And the pain that I feel in this room is not just physical pain, but it's a lot of pain on the inside of people in this room. And I got to stay on that relationship piece because I feel that God is leading me to talk to you a little bit. There's a way to be healed from that pain. And it comes from submission. Submit to God first. That's for all of us, male and female. Submit to God. And it doesn't take much. If you haven't accepted him as your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, submit unto him. Lord, come into my life. God, I realize I'm a sinner, a wretch undone. I realize the things that I've done, I felt, I said, or didn't do. It's not like you, God. Forgive me, God. Cleanse me, God. Make me anew. Make me afresh. Save me, Lord Jesus. It doesn't take a lot. People act like to accept Jesus in your, uh, as your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that you got to do cartwheels. That you got to hit them a Hyundai and hook them a Psy and everything else. 
That's not in the Bible. He just said, accept it. 